And welcome back to another episode of the Blackwatch Report. I'm your host, Thorn Rain. With me, as always, Mr. Kyle Wynn. How are you doing this evening, sir? Pretty good. Today's a very weird day. Um, I'm on two hours of sleep, and those two hours were gained three hours ago to one hour ago. So from <laughs> noon to two o'clock p.m., I was asleep for the first time since the previous night. So it is all sorts of weird, dude. I'm like a walking zombie. What but have you been doing? Oh, I don't. <laughs> Damn, I'm, us, us, no. <laughs> I'm usually pretty good at not doing that. Yeah, I'll uh, I gotta cut that. Um, yeah, I just I don't know, dude. I just like because I don't have a constant like reason to wake up early. I've just been like going to bed later and later and later. And just today was the the day of it all just falling apart. So I've now um maybe i'm just gonna reset it tonight officially hit that uh that gamer moment where everybody's like my sleep schedule is boomed i need to reset yeah like yeah i had that oh not nearly as bad as you the the week that i had taken off like two months ago by the end of the week while i'm getting ready to go back to work it's sunday night and it's two in the morning and i'm staring at my ceiling like my alarm goes off in three hours. I hate my life. <laughs> yeah, like not having a schedule because you're not working. Yeah, it just wrecks everything. So, uh, I I had saw a tweet about a a, a new game you've been playing. You Dude, say something about yeah. that? There's this game I've been playing. So, like, I, for those of you who don't know, like. There was I I've played hundreds if not thousands of hours of like the skate game series and then they um stopped and only recently announced that they're doing a new one but in this like almost 10 year gap of games there's been a bunch of people like trying to make games that like fill that void finally a game just dropped I mean it's been in beta for months and months and I've been playing it a ton then um it is so fun and it's such like a, a breath of fresh air that's like it's a fun game there's no like Nothing sketchy about it. No, you know, all the, the devs are super nice. They have open modding support on day one. And it's like all sorts of cool environments and stuff to go skate around. It's just a nice, like, chill, relaxing game that if I don't want to run around and get shot in the head in Valorant, I can, like, I'm just going to sit back and just put on a podcast and just skate for four hours. So that's what I've been doing a lot lately. So I dropped literally this morning. And so I've been playing a bunch. It's, uh, it's nice, man. It's like a, new game that i don't instantly feel like yeah maybe this wasn't the best the best idea yeah yeah it, it's it's weird because i had started following an individual on twitter because of a couple of tweets that they had put out i agreed with i liked their point of view so i started following them and then like literally last week he starts tweeting about this skate game and how he's a dev for it and i'm like Oh, this game looks kind of cool. And then I see your tweets and I'm like, I literally didn't know about this game until last week. And Kyle's over here with like a thousand hours already into this game. And I'm like, man, I'm 90. It's 90. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, dude, I grew up playing all of the Tony Hawks. Like, yeah, there was nothing better than coming home, throwing on Tony Hawk and listening to like uh, Offspring and Motorhead as I'm just 
buzzing around the foundry or the schoolyard. Yeah, grinding circles yeah. around a rail infinitely and yeah. Doing like yeah, I I liked the not realism skating uh totally games. Like that was my jam. But uh now I'd been uh been playing some Valorant with my kid. Messing around in Minecraft. I made a sweet skull layer in the side of a mountain. It's pretty dope. It's like crying a river and lava. One from each eye. It's super sweet. Um, and then did my placements, played some games with Shrug and his buddies, man, we had a good time. Uh, really do think that me and my kid are going to start playing some more Overwatch, having a lot of fun, like teaming, not just going in solo and wanting to stab my eyes out. So, uh, studies show when you play a team game with a team, you get less (laughs) tilted into oblivion. Yes. A whole lot. I mean, I like last night we had a five stack. It was me and Ty and then Shrug and his two buddies. And Mm -hmm. I like we pretty much dominated. Like, I think we won three or four games. Like, it was it was pretty good. Um, But let's 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 move this on to to the topics at at hand. We're going to talk about some contenders tonight, Uh, as always. News brought to you by our Patreons. If you want to become a Patreon sponsor news, head over to patreon.com slash blackwatchport. Sub at the $2 level, and you can sponsor our news section. This week is going to be uh, sponsored by none other than Mr. Shrug, who I was playing games with last night. So, Kyle, take us away on this little bit of show news that we got here. So, because this is super awkward of having a match that's happening literally right now, I've got it open in another tab just to see what the heck is going on. Um. We're going to move our schedule away from Tuesdays, at least for now, to Sundays. And this might be a permanent thing. We'll see. Yeah, it's going to um, depend on how Contenders runs their schedules. Like, Yeah. Because when we season. started the podcast, started doing it on Tuesdays, we were like, perfect timing. And then at some point, like, we have been the consistent, uh, mm-hmm. the constant in the Tier 2 schedule. Like, at one point, they had Monday-Wednesday games, so we would cover some and then preview the others. And then other times, it was like, okay, we would only preview games because the ones would be coming up. Like, it's just... They keep changing, we stay the same. Yep. You know? Except now we're going to change to have it yep. work out a little bit better this time. Finally broke down, and it's like, you know, if we start on Sundays, and they continue to do this whole week thing, we can, like, recap... Two ma- well, it's monthly, so we'll like recap some trials, preview contenders, and then the next week mm-hmm. we'll recap contenders, talk about players and stuff. So hopefully this works out a little bit better because it's super weird recording literally while the games are going on. Yeah. It's it's so difficult. But uh got a little bit of roster news. Literally found all of this news last minute, was putting it in seconds before we went live because everything has been really quiet around the tier two as of recent so kyle uh grab this first one so first off we knew that there were some players that would be part of triumph Uh, i think we knew that hydron nos and chow were remaining but the support line and then tank were unknown and then they picked up in the dps as well we got the final announcement um, that the roster is as follows. Hydron, Nas, Valen, who they added on the DPS line. Um, Chow was joined by Niche, the main tank on the tank line. And then they picked up Lep and Mudkip, uh, both two players that 
have kind of just played in I think smaller ish teams for the mm. the last while. Um, and then interestingly enough, they picked up Nomi as their head coach, and I think Empress is the assistant coach. Um, so that's a, a interesting one. We saw that Nomi had departed from Square One and is now on a team that I believe is actually paying some amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they have a team house yet. I saw that uh, that Rusto tweet a while ago, but. I, I offered up my basement. I I turned the dungeon into a contender's house in a second, but my wife would probably leave yeah, me. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's an interesting roster. Um, we'll talk about their performance here in a little bit, but we are hopefully going to be talking to someone from this roster soon. Um, we're still decently good friends with Rusto, and he's now the GM of like the entire org at this point. So. Yeah, he's like running stuff for CS and uh, Valorant, and just he's all over the place over there at Triumph. Yeah. So he he Crush moved it. up real real quick. It's good for him. So next bit, we got a little bit of news coming out of EU. Raspberry Racer is getting picked up by Obey Alliance. Obey Alliance being a NA org. So we see this a lot where the org is based in NA. They pick up a whole EU roster or vice versa. Um, so over on Obey Alliance, we've got Claude, Lethal, Helve, Senny, uh, Watery, and Skyripa. Um, I know a couple of these names. Um, yeah. Should be pretty interesting to see what they do coming up. I think we got a little bit of them uh down in the eu portion of the quick play so yeah we'll talk about them here in just a minute and then next little bit of news this is a weird one that kind of came out of nowhere i think literally everyone was surprised when this got announced kalex has joined the british hurricane uh after like legit two months ago maybe three months ago he retired from the toronto defiant requiring them to pull in crews um but now he's playing back again. I think like Overwatch is like that bad X, I guess, where you're like, I I should have left you a while ago, and then they finally leave. They're like, wait, I maybe we can work this out. Like that's Overwatch with like ninety percent of the the pros that have retired. Like that's the way it is with um uh asking. Yep. Uh, we saw that Frill's done it like three or four back. times. Frill has done it. Yeah. A lot of people have retired and unretired, then retired, then unretired. So, Kellex is just the the newest member of that club. Yep. And then the last bit here. Um, so, Atlanta called up Saucy from their academy team that they disbanded like nine months ago. Yeah, something it was like that. Maybe. It was five, m- four or five months ago. Four or five months ago. It wasn't as long. I think they did. They start with. Oh, they did. They did play at the very beginning of season one, twenty twenty, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started yeah. out and they got blown up pretty quick. On yep. when did they get blown up? Fun fact: twenty March, March twenty second. I literally DM'd them like three days before their announcement of closing down, asking where I could buy a jersey. And never got oh. a response back. <laughs> and then, and then I realized why. Um, I miss you, Atlanta Academy. Uh, but you know, so Saucy hasn't been actually seen playing anything in a long time. Um, but I mean, good on him. We saw a couple people depart the Atlanta Reign for retirements or moving to coaching. So um, 
you know, it's always nice to see that they're still supporting the Academy players. Like, yeah. I've seen them tweet out some stuff for a couple of the other people, so um, good on Saucy. So, we're going to move down into the quick play. Um, just going to cover some of these quick matches, and then we'll roll into our uh, our busted bracket, because good God, there was some upsets here. So, um, Kyle, why don't you start us off on, to just run the NAs, and then I'll I'll run the EU. So, first match, and this is the one that we expected to go this way, and it did go that way, so we're good on this one. Um, I guess referencing our bracket, we both had this team winning. Team Doge take the 2-0 win over square one. Easy clap. Cool, awesome, good. Um, this one, next one was a huge, pretty big upset. Not massive, because we saw that Odyssey had done pretty well in trials. I think they, like, sweeped everyone through trials mm. um, pretty handedly. Uh, 2-0 over triumph who if you're just putting together a roster and you're like one of the remaining orgs um not having results like this or having results like this is not a great first start um luckily for us because i think we both put a decent amount of clout into the team slept on coached yep. by gods and fact fiction um, a lot of faith in this team we didn't overrate them which is good they took the 2-0 over malibu great to see and then this is the the biggest upsetty spaghetti match we had thus far Scion Esports 2-0, comically large, comically large crosshair. No clue uh, how this happened. The former Third Impact roster. Like, this blows my mind. Like, because yeah. it's almost the exact same Third Impact roster that Four, was giving six. Doge yeah. their run for their money. Like, this is nuts. It like I don't believe it was just one player leaving that just decimated them. I think that Scion maybe also leveled up a little bit, but like... I don't know. This was a this was a bit of a strong performance from Scion over CLCH. Yeah. Um that's I think I don't think anyone had predicted that at all. Like that was yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Elvis was pretty good. Like he was a pretty good flex support. Um but like losing two players and replacing them with two like decent players, I feel like you should still have like a decent standing against like a previous nobody team, essentially. Yeah, and I mean, it's also the scoreline of like a straight two zero. Like they didn't yeah. even get a map, which kind of is nuts considering yeah. how good they were just a month and a half ago. And it's it it is a bit rough to like we're only getting a first to two as well, which is essentially a BO three. Um, because we're really not getting that large of a sample size on these. So it's really mm. hard to tell, like maybe they were just really bad at Busong and King's row. Um, like Busong was a super close one. It was a two one. So like that was, there was some leniency there, but like, I don't know. I guess like what this teaches you, you have to have every single map pretty dialed if you're a team, because if the team that you're going against picks the map that you don't want, you have to be prepared for it. It's it's tough. Yeah. So they picked both Kings Row and Busan. And they still okay. Well, yeah, (laughs) oof. that's that's a that's a big one Um, now. I was watching just a little bit of uh, the Triumph Odyssey 
series before we started recording and I caught some of the uh uh the interview at the end of it. I gotta look up the, the guy's name that was on the on interview. Odyssey? Yeah. Um it was Malthiel. And man, did he have some spicy words for, for Triumph. Uh basically <laughs> just calling them a uh a team that couldn't run this current meta. They only liked to run in brawl up the middle and they couldn't do that. Um so th- maybe this is just that meta that you know Triumph and uh comically large crosshair just can't get a hold of. Uh it'll be interesting to see what happens on the next set of uh matches, the the August series because I don't think we'll see the uh the meta shift too much, you know, over this next week cuz they should be locked in on this patch, even though the new patch dropped today. So, yeah, I, th- I think there is some change with hero pools coming in or swapping or something soon. I've not been following uh, OWL as much as I wish I could have been, but like, there's been some banger Valorant tournaments this last weekend, and so I've been mm-hmm. smashing through those. Um, so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we'll try. I'll try to. It's it's hard to watch three leagues like semi-religiously like i'll get two and a half in and feel decent about that yep no i understand that completely so moving over to eu british hurricane doing british hurricane things 2-0 vox in the hill uh shoes money crew eu falls to sheer cold 2-0 avoided getting one map against Ex Oblivion, Ex Oblivion taking that to one and then young and beautiful following to that obey Alliance roster that we spoke about earlier to one that's going to set us up against uh, for British hurricane versus sheer cold and Ex Oblivion versus obey Alliance going into the uh, semis down in the losers one, which ended literally like two hours ago. So we actually know, uh, the first two teams in EU that are going to trials, uh, Avoided and Vox Nihil are headed back down into trials. Shoes Money Crew win their matchup against Vox Nihil 2-0. Young and Beautiful beat Avoided 2-0. Uh, now Young and Beautiful and Shoes Money Crew are just waiting for their opponents out of the semifinal round up at the top. Those will be tomorrow morning, Tom- I believe. So yep, we'll know. Tomorrow pretty quick yeah and it is it is kind of do we i don't know how i'm both happy and sad to see avoided not make it like i love the kind of random storylines you get from a team like clockwork vendetta or you know kind of one tricky teams yeah um but also like it it is kind of nice to have this reaffirmed like you need to be a good flexible team in order to do well in this in this game so i think that for mean quality, it's not as good, but for like serious competitive integrity and all that sorts of stuff, like okay, it is good that the cheesy team didn't make it past first round. Yeah. So actually, since we kind of ran through this and we set up how the brackets are, do we just want to like talk about these three points out of the main discussion right here because it kind of ties into it? Yeah, totally. So it, basically, the the format has changed, and it's kind of good but kind of bad and super weird so um you brought up the first two um i really not a big fan of the the 
best of three, first to two, however you want to call it. Um, we've seen so many good matches where a team goes down 2-0 and then turn around and reverse sweep it and get the 3-2 win. And that's just something that we don't get to experience in contenders anymore. And that was a really big part of contenders in previous seasons. Not a huge fan of this. Yeah, and I think that the other thing, too, is, like, matches are literally, like, instant. It's mm-hmm. wild how, like, fast they are. Like, I'm pretty sure the Doge Square 1 match was over in, like, 20, 30 minutes. And, like, that's kind of a, I don't know, like, maybe they, they don't want teams to get overly fatigued from playing too much. But, like, I, I think at a certain point, like I mentioned before, like, you need to give these teams a fair enough chance to play enough maps to be convincing that they are the better team. First to one is the by far worst thing you could ever possibly do because it kind of just comes down to who is particularly better on this map or who gets map pick. Yep. Best of two is just slightly better, honestly, because you only hit two map types and like with how close the control maps have been on average, like if you're just not great at 2CP or not good at whatever, like one particular game mode or even one particular map, you kind of just get screwed up after that. Um, but like, if you can't win three maps, okay, we know you're bad. Like, that's fine. If you don't win two, it's harder to like definitively know that you are the worst team of this. Like, it it just feels less like certain that this is the worst of the two teams. Yeah. Uh, uh, who loses it? Solari had tweeted out that uh he said our warm-up was three times as long as our match like that's how quick these matches are going like people are practicing longer than like the what they're gonna play in this format which i'm not like i said i'm not a huge fan of um so let's talk about the big the big issue here you want to you, you take this one? Yeah, I would love to hear the reasoning behind this. Um, maybe we get Dan back on and, and check back in with how I'm, things are going over I'm, on the Tier I'm 2 team. I'm thinking that we, we put in the request to Blizzard and get uh, old DJ Smoltz back on to talk about this new format. Because, like, I... It's the kind of change... And by the way, like for those of you who do not... This change is that the lower bracket has a glass ceiling now essentially you cannot win the tournament via the lower bracket anymore if you lose a game the best you can do is runner up you need to be perfect in order to win the grand finals no you can't even do you can't even get runner up in lower bracket oh wait yeah wait yeah yeah yeah, I'm, I, yeah i was reading it's the bracket wrong called yeah. runner up i don't know what that means though like it doesn't yeah. i guess you play i guess if you beat the team that lost to the winner you're definitively the second place um but like you there's just it's just in like if you like if you're comic large crosshair and you just forgot to plug in your keyboard or whatever right and you're really it's still the good team that we know um you make it all the way to the top. Cool. Like, all right, you're second. That's as best as you can do. Second place. Like, there's no true redemption arc. It's just like, all right, messed up. Cool. Like, get a bad Monday. Like, you're done. Congratulations. Yeah. Like, the best you can get is half of the, you know, less than half of what the first place prize gets. Like, cool. 
There, there's um, no chance at the salty run back where you uh, you yeah. meet the team that beat you in round one in the grand finals and then beat them in the grand finals to like take the you, championship. There's no good storylines that can come out of this this format. But yeah, like I mentioned in pre-show, the the San Francisco Shock getting boomed by the one of the most heart wrenching C nines in history, and then getting the like insanely just clean pristine 4-0 sweep through up you know up to and through the grand finals that that narrative is gone yep. with this bracket vancouver titans wins and like they got absolutely bodied by shock like even if if CLCH, Comic Large Crosshair, come back and are just furious anger, like grinding it out. Perfect streak through lower bracket. They're just sitting at that second spot with a silver medal. Even if they could have beaten Team Doge, we'll just yeah. never know. We don't get to see the the Doge Crosshair matchup, and that's yeah. that's super disappointing. So then the last third here, all matches uh, streamed. Uh, we talked a little bit about that earlier, which I think this is probably by far one of the biggest things I was happy to hear them go back to doing. Because um, we used to get all of them, you know, over two days back when it was around Robin. Um, but now, you know, we get what well, we had four games yesterday. Mm -hmm. We get two games tomorrow. And we basically get two games from each region for the next four days. Um, Week-long contender series, super cool. I love that. Um, as long as they don't switch it up, like, after this month, other than, like, give us the chance at a lower bracket run back. Um, but keep this style. Like, give me Monday through Friday matches, because I dig it 100%. Yeah, and I think that, I mean, another thing we talked about in the pre-show is this, like, the change from where we started out, looking back at, like, 2018, 2019, we had some absolute stinker matches we kind of had to just tolerate. Um, Looking back, like, you had the group stages, and you had, like... Fusion bye week. Yes, like, you had those, and you're just like, oh, God, I just don't care. And, like, that was their one match of the week. You're like, okay, how strongly is Fusion going to beat this team this week? Like, it doesn't... There's nothing to it at all. Um, and, like, I don't know. It, it was just... Um, those were brutal. Now we have cleaner... I mean, last season we got, okay, a better format. Um, that was better, but we ended up losing a bunch of matches streamed, which was like, eh, that kind of sucks to see. Because one thing that we've heard in abundance is that the scouts in Overwatch League are lazy and just not or not putting enough, you know, emphasis on good scouting and you know do the due diligence to find good players. So they're not going in doing trials um, like LA Valiant did, where they they went through hundreds of applicate, you know applications and found the best players that maybe didn't have great performances in other regions stuff like that people are just like i don't know this guy's been okay let's let's pick him up like overwhelmingly that's been the narrative and 
when you have every match streamed, you have every, you know every match that's now archived for a scout to just like, and by scout I mean probably just some assistant coach who is an you know Overwatch League assistant coach, but has been now tasked to like, wait, I need you to find me a new player, um, that fits this particular role perfectly. Go find it, and you've got a week. Um, now we have a decent amount of tape on every single player on every single team to be able to reference and be able to draw better conclusions so you don't have absolutely abysmal pickups mm-hmm. uh, when there's like clearly better talent on the you know the the contenders uh, tournaments yeah definitely um again hopefully this is something that continues and they don't switch it up um yeah i i, I do hope they switch up the first to two i would love to yep. see that first to three i'd be fine with that i'd love to see a first to th- the finals are first to three which is like that is short dude yeah. that's like, an overwatch league match that you can do that in what was the like 30 minutes 20 minutes if you're... and if i'm not mistaken open division was first to four like these are these are games that no one is gonna see no one's gonna know about you and you you're having them play first fours Give like, I I want to see the the reverse sweeps like, yeah, woo a reverse sweep. You went down one map and you won the next two. Yay! That's, yeah, like that's the most undeserving like whoop de doo. You can't even call that a reverse sweep. That's just a decent match. Like it's not yeah. even a, necessarily a good match. Like that was literally the the embodiment of they had us in the first round. Not gonna lie. Yeah, and then and then we just won the next two. Yeah. Like, ah, man, I I really would love to see that go to first to three, then first to four uh, for the mm-hmm. finals. Like, that's and 100%. then having the normal double yellow. Like, everyone agrees that double yellow brackets are the best thing ever like, because you get a, a much fair, like anything beyond that is just like unnecessary amount of matches. Mm-hmm. Um, single in brackets like there's so much room for shenanigans to be afoot and like ruin brackets like if you got like the bad side of the bracket or like when teams would pick or throw games and qualifiers to get the worst teams or and stuff like that um there's not as much issues of that with a double elon bracket but like there's this weird asterisk on like you'll never know if this team could have made a lower bracket run because the best they'll do is second now yeah and the, the double elim when when this like i i hate calling it a double elim like because it's it's not because the team that loses in the finals it's just two brackets just win like they lose one time and then they're done done like they don't even get that second chance at winning so um but when it was announced that this is how it was going to be like literally everyone even like Overwatch League analysts were commenting on how it didn't make sense. Like, everyone thinks this is a bad idea. Blizzard, fix the bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so now let's talk about our busted brackets because, man, this was, uh, this was a rough week. Um, I'm not gonna lie. This was tough. <laughs> we had actually the same for both uh for the upper bracket at least which was cool we yep. had the same upper bracket and i think after that it's where the the, the 
interesting things happen. Yep. Yep, um, yep, yep. For the upper bracket, as I mentioned before, we both had Doge beating Square One. Got that one right. Got it. Good. We both got boomed on Triumph beating Odyssey because Odyssey came back with the 2-0. We got slept on correctly. Yep. Uh, over Malibu. And then I think the two that we lost were kind of the two that most people were also pretty surprised on. So I'm not, it's not like we guessed square one to beat Doge or something weird like that. Like we all kind of had relatively expected results. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the comic large crosser lost to Sam is pretty significant uh, and really screws up the rest of our bracket on from there. Just messes everything up. Cause we don't get the, f- the, the upper bracket finals that we expected. We, we both had comically large crosshair going up against Doge. We don't get to see that. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest one that we're going to miss out on. Um, I mean, that's square literally one. a match you won't get to see at all, no. ever, unless Doge lose, which yeah. mm, pretty unlikely. I mean, is Odyssey really going to beat Doge? Like, it would take Odyssey beating Doge at this point. Um, yeah. because, uh, well, I, mm, I mean, maybe, maybe slept on in the next round after the, you know, the, the semis, you know, they go to the finals, slept on wins it. They take the whole thing, send Doge down and we get comically large crosshair versus Doge in the, and that's, that's what we match. consider to be the the real finals at that yeah. point of like, okay, let's just see how these two teams fared. Cause they were the, the two like battling brothers throughout most of contenders last season. Both of them got poached, uh, you know, had significant players picked mm-hmm. up by Oda, you know, Oda, 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 OWL teams. And so it's like an interesting, you know, match that we don't get to see unless some, some true shenanigans happen. Yeah, so, like, now our whole bottom bracket, like, yes, our top bracket, our upper bracket is is messed up, but down in the lower bracket, okay, so, yeah, we get square one, but now we got square one versus Triumph, and we've got uh, Malibu versus CLC. To, I, had, I had Odyssey beating square one, and I had Malibu beating Scion. I comically large you crosshair. Square one beating Odyssey. Right? Oh yeah, I'm over on the yeah. other side of the bracket. Yeah. I'm looking at your side. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I had, had a Odyssey. little bit of faith. I had a little bit of faith in Odyssey that they like. I, I saw their trials run. I thought that they'll do they'll do okay, and they did way better than we thought. Yeah, like Square One versus Triumph. I had Square One beating Odyssey. Uh, like I think. Triumph can beat Square One. I mean, like, yeah, I can see that. I like a lot of what is still on Triumph, um, but I don't like at this point. I I just don't know. I mean, Malibu versus comically large Crosshair. I I have to give it to Crosshair. Like, I hope that they can pull it back. I think that match actually just finished. Did it just the Square One Odyssey? They just, I saw that they have, uh, no, CLC, they're in a pot, or they're in, like, in between matches. Um, for anyone who doesn't want spoilers, close your ears for 10 seconds. Um, they were up 1-0, and I think the match is over. I think CLC won it. 
they were, yeah, because they were up one zero. But yeah, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see if that's what truly happened um, on Sunday. Yes. Um, but as far as the other matches, yeah, we want to see the Triumph Square One match because there's some some uh, coaching beef there. Nomi, former yep. coach of Square One, now coaching Triumph. And yeah, Shrug confirms what I said earlier, but we're not going to say it so just in case the we'll get spoiled or whatever. I don't yep. know, it doesn't really matter. Um, and then looking at this upper bracket, now this is a bit of a weird one because now it's like, okay, well, how good is Odyssey? Are they good enough to beat Doge? Eh, Doge looks pretty strong against Square One. I think. I think with both Comic Lodge Crosshair and Doge, it was wait until we see something significant enough to make us doubt their possibilities. We saw that from losing to Sion Esports. Now, now CLC is in this weird realm of mystery and how good are they? They're not as good as a team we thought was pretty bad, but they're better than a team we thought was also pretty bad. So they're somewhere in that mystery amalgamation. Um, but from Doge, we haven't seen anything to really put any doubt in our minds just yet. If Odyssey beat Doge, throw the whole bracket out the window. Yeah. At that point, uh, everything's done, and I give up. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I wouldn't even know what to do at that point. Like, it would just we fry just my reset. brain. Like, all information is new information. All of these teams are new teams. Yep. Losing two players is apparently significant enough to completely change your team seating. Yep. Um, and then slept on versus Scion is a weird one because both of these teams are just weirdly hard to pin down at the moment. I'm kind of going for slept on here. I think that Trek Dynasty DPS line was uh, had a really good showing so far. Um. That being said, if Scion wins, I won't be like, oh my god, what an upset. Like, no, it's just like, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, see, I, I like, I gotta give it to Slept on here. Like, I just think that, I mean, looking at, at the Scion squad, I know very little bit about the squad, but you go over to yeah. Slept on. And I mean, we've seen Trek perform, we've seen Doge perform, we've seen Cowman perform, Mauser perform, uh, Carrots a little less. Dynasty was the big question mark for me. We talked about it last week. Didn't know a whole lot about him. He came on um, when I was popping back and forth from taking care of stuff around the house. Um, Dynasty was just going absolutely ape on the DPS just wrecking people. So I was pleasantly surprised to see the skill level matching the rest of the squad coming out of Dynasty. And then I mean you've got gods in fact fiction as, you know, coaches. Like you you have Overwatch League caliber players making sure that these guys are doing what they need to do. Um so yeah, I'm gonna keep putting my faith in Slept On and Slept On over Scion. Yeah, and Shrug does bring up an interesting point about like Malibu having some pretty sizable names on their roster. Like I've been on the ice train lately. I thought he's mm-hmm. been you know, performing super solid. Buck as well has been super solid as well as Ultraviolet. Yep. But like the tank line on this roster, I don't know a ton about them. Um, 
fish cake as well. Like there's half of this roster should be pretty solid. The other half I know very little about. And so like it, it kind of comes down to a coin flip. Like I would love to see this team do, do better than they have been or swap out some players a little bit to sure up their roster. But it's, it's a bit interesting. Um, I think we now know officially that again, spoilers, um, Malibu's now officially down in trials. Yep, Malibu has been sent down to trials, and they're going to be joined by. They're bringing seven teams from uh, Open Division into trials uh, this next go around, which is interesting because that would mean that. Seven and four is 11. That's 11 teams. Not really sure how that works out, but... Um, uh, eight and four. Seven open division plus Uprising Academy plus four. Right? Yeah, I miscounted. One, yeah. two, three, four, five, six, seven, was, eight. Yeah, okay. I was counting Uprising Academy in the seven, but they didn't have to play an open division. So they went straight from trials to trials. Um, Revival winning out uh, open division. Uh, Karasuno, Lunaris, Nocturnal, Regen, Noble, and Kratos. Uh, A couple names in here that we know. Heard about uh, Nocturnal. We know Karasuno, Revival, Noble. Uh, We saw Kratos in last... Uh, trials um lunaris and regen are both teams that i've this is the first i've heard of but it's always interesting to see the teams coming out of open division that nobody's really known anything about what i find to be quite interesting is that i'm pretty sure and maybe this has changed recently because there's such a weird like there's nothing definitive in contract you know inks down i thought that odyssey was noble's like b team like there was some relation between uh, Noble and Odyssey, I think. And Odyssey is now doing significantly better than Team Noble, despite being formerly their like B team. It's weird. That's why I find it odd that like tier two teams have tier three teams that like that it can change so quick. There's no point in um. Like, there's no point in, like, definitively saying, okay, this is our our tier two team, tier three team. Like, that changes so quickly. But I'm I'm excited to see Karasuno and Revival and Noble get, like, another chance for a little bit um, of of redemption here because I think all of them had way worse showings than we had anticipated. So it'll be interesting to see coming up here in the future. Yes. Um, which actually I'm going to double check. Nope. Haven't gotten a response back. Um, I was asking in the open division discord, if we have, uh, dates yet that they can release, uh, cause we should be rolling right into the August open division here, either next week or the week after, cause we should be getting try the new trials here shortly. Uh, still trying to lock down how they're, doing the scheduling um we're gonna get those odd weeks where we won't have any contenders or any trials 
So hopefully it's filled with, you know, community cups or we can grab some interviews. Um, tweet, tweet at the guys at Triumph for us because we're trying to get an interview from them. Um, it'll help out. Uh, but I think... I think that's everything for tonight. Kind of a short episode. Um, we'll have a lot more to cover on Sunday. That's for sure. Sunday is going to be the bigger one because Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Only having the first round and very limited news coming out uh, kind of made this one a little more difficult. But uh, but we got through it. Solid forty five minutes. Not not too terrible. So Kyle, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter tweeting about good games that come out really only so often because there have been that many. Uh, Kyle the winner on Twitter. Uh, also, you can find me in the Discord. Uh, some decent stuff happening in the Discord recently. Not a ton, though, so um, hopefully that'll that'll change. We, we're kind of half watching these contender matches um, in the tournament chat, so... Yep. If you want to come watch these with us, feel free to, to hop in the live tournament chat as these matches are happening, uh, and we can share in the absolute insanity that are the results. Yes. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter, at ThornRain. Um, starting to pick up the streaming again a little bit more. Trying to figure out why Valorant won't stream properly. Uh, but Overwatch streams perfectly clear. Uh, figured that out last night, so probably going to be doing some more overwatch a little bit of diablo maybe some minecraft streams uh haven't decided don't know how to do minecraft content because that's just literally my chill game i just sit back and search for diamonds like that's all there is to that uh but if you want to help out the show head over to twitch and hit that follow button if you are an amazon prime subscriber we are affiliates so you get a twitch prime uh, subscription for free with that and you can hit that subscribe button help out the show help out completely free by going over to itunes or your podcatcher of choice and leaving us a review just send that in on a screenshot we'll read it live on the show give you your shout out but you can find the show on Twitter at Blackwatch Report, no own that report, and you can email the show blackwatchreport at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, or concerns, follow the show right here on that Twitch at twitch.tv slash blackwatchreport. We record live Sundays at 6 p.m. Eastern. Our intro music is an original piece by our own Mr. Kyle Wynn. This has been a High Noon production. You can find all of our shows over at highnoonpodcast.com and come and chat with all of the hosts from the shows over on the Discord that Kyle was just talking about at high, or discord.me slash high noon podcast and with that black watch out